Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And here we are, second week of preseason football. The Buffalo Bills set to kick off Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, traveling out to Chicago to take on the Bears uh, and more preseason action. So, of course, there's plenty to talk about there. Plenty of things that I'm looking forward to. Uh, You probably remember from last week's episode, talked a a lot about guys like Gregory Rousseau, F.A. Obada, uh, A.J. Epinesa, three guys that I certainly had an eye on, and uh, they did not disappoint, to say the least. And of course, we'll continue to keep an eye on these these youngsters uh, adding a, a bit of energy to the defensive end position and to the defensive line for the Bills. But we'll mix it up a little bit, some additional updates to talk about, some additional things to keep an eye on. One thing I would encourage you to keep an eye on, and you can go to the show notes to get it here, we are doing a Buffalo Rumblings Pick'em Contest with our different content creators and podcast hosts. Um, Nate from Circling the Wagons is already on board, as is Jay Spence the King, and I'm sure the others. You guys, you know, you hear the shows, you, you follow the work that we do. Um, But we're going to be doing this for charity to benefit the American Cancer Society this year. You can get all the information, like I said, in the show notes, or it'll be the pinned tweet uh, on my Twitter account, at Anth Marino. But we've got some great prizes, autographed jerseys from Harrison Phillips, signed jerseys from Thurman Thomas, as well as Zach Moss, signed photos from John Feliciano. So we'll have some great prizes to go to the winners and obviously a way for us to have some fun you know, not just to to win those prizes, but also some great bragging rights throughout the season to really keep everyone engaged and, again, to do it for a very worthwhile cause. So I hope you will join us again. Check the show notes. I've got the information there. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Anth Marino. I'll keep it as my pin tweet, or you can just, you know, my DMs are open. You can find me there as well. So let's have a little bit of a conversation around Saturday's game. And, and again, I mentioned it before, really uh, just excited by the play of Rousseau, Epinesa, and Obada last week as the Bills took on the Detroit Lions. Pumping the brakes just a little bit. I get it. Still just preseason football. That is all fine and good. Um, but it's okay to get a little excited too, right? It's football. It's it's what we watch it for. You want to get excited when you see the new players on your team or the young guys start to flash And those three certainly did last week. And looking forward to see what they can do again on Saturday against the Chicago Bears. If you were one of those fans looking for an opportunity to see Josh Allen play in the preseason, that is not going to happen in the Bears, against the Bears. Um, Head coach Sean McDermott made that announcement early in the day on Thursday to let that be known. No word yet if Josh will play in the third and final preseason game of the season, which will be taking place at Highmark Stadium. Another guy that we will not see but will be making progress for the Bills is Stephon Diggs. It looks like he will be returning to some form of practice next week, um, which is certainly a good sign. I mean, it hasn't been something that there's been too much panic around, 
But I think anytime you have a player that is important to the team as Stefan Diggs missing an extended period of practice, you hope it's just precautionary, making sure that he gets right. But along those lines, hearing from head coach Sean McDermott to let us know that Diggs should be back on the practice field in some capacity next week, obviously a great piece. A guy that will be in action against the Bears on Saturday, at least it looks like at this time, is Zach Moss. The running back has missed some time, did not play in the game against the Detroit Lions. I'm curious to see if he, you know, it sounds like he's going to be playing against the Bears on Saturday. I will be surprised to see how much time he gets or if they decide to take it slow with him. Um, Certainly in the game against the Lions last week, it was Devin Singletary kind of leading the way, right, for what the Bills were doing at running back. I thought he looked pretty impressive there, but I'm curious to see what Zach Moss does and if it will continue to be, you know, the two of these guys kind of with a bit of a timeshare at running back and see what Matt Breida can do also. Another player we are expected to see on the field, which I would call a a good surprise, right, is Deion Dawkins is also expected to play against the Bears. Now, we all heard the stories and saw the press conference with Dawkins this week as he was out for some time battling COVID-19. I appreciated his comments in the press conference and how he answered so many questions and shared his firsthand experience. Now for Dawkins, it really comes to the play on the football field. What does that recovery look like for him? How difficult is something like that? And what will it be? We will get an opportunity, it sounds like, to see Dawkins play on Saturday. I imagine it might be just for a little bit, maybe go through that pregame routine, see how he feels, um, to get some of those snaps and, and see what he looks like. So very interesting with Deion Dawkins, where Sean McDermott's comments earlier sounded like uh, you know, he had a long road ahead of him to now where the conversation is centered around him playing in a preseason game on Saturday. So Deion Dawkins, the franchise left tackle for the Bills, all eyes will certainly be on him. At least my eyes will certainly be on him, to say the least. Another guy I definitely want to pay a little bit closer attention to on Saturday will be offensive tackle Spencer Brown. Um, Listen, right, we know him coming from Northern Iowa, an FCS school, um, coming from a smaller program, right, as it related to to a, a lot of NCAA football clubs. You know, now here he is, a third-round pick after sitting out the 2020 season because his program, um, you know, basically suspended their activation during the fall um, due to COVID-19, right? So he did not play spring college football and said went into the draft and did his prep. Um, and we've seen some good. We've seen some bad, which would be expected from a rookie tackle, But Spencer Brown is someone that I'm curious to see through these preseason games as he gets more training camp reps, more time against right NFL caliber defensive ends, what type of improvement he can show. This is a guy I certainly look at and say, okay, you invest a third round pick. You know he's a lock for the roster. Heaven forbid if something were to happen to one of your other tackles, is this someone that could step in? Still certainly has plenty of road ahead of him. But for where it is now, it sounds like there is some progress that is being made. I don't want to make it sound like I'm just holding out hope or trying to be optimistic. But at least for right now, this is a guy that I'm, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on. I want to see what Brown can do um, because, again, he is going to be active on game days. What kind of role can he fill? Again, as a third-round pick for the Bills, you just hope to see that incremental progress that comes from Brown. 
On the flip side, I'm also going to be keeping an eye on Tommy Doyle. I don't necessarily have that same sense of optimism as it comes to the fifth round pick in the 2021 draft for the Bills. I look at someone like Doyle, he's definitely a bit of a project. But when it comes to a numbers game for Buffalo, what are they going to do? Is this the type of scenario where they're going to keep Doyle if he is not showing that you know, he can be active on game days and he just has much more work ahead of him? Would Brandon Bean and the team realize that maybe it was you know, a little bit too soon for the offensive tackle from Miami of Ohio? And is that a player that might have to be cut even as a fifth-round draft pick with hopes that the team can retain him on the practice squad? Um, I'm certainly a bit more optimistic for Spencer Brown by all reports right now than I am for Tommy Doyle. But with that being said, certainly too early to talk in any sort of definites, but that's why it's a guy I want to keep an eye on on Saturday against the Bears to see how Doyle can perform, you know, most likely playing at right tackle and what he can mean for Buffalo. Now, many folks, you know, I've heard the conversation on different podcasts, online, on different radio shows, talking about the Bills' lack of depth at offensive tackle, the struggles of Bobby Hart, and again, then having two rookies um, that are definitely green and have room to grow. I do think back to an interview that Brandon Bean did with Howard Simon and Jeremy White on WGR 550 earlier this offseason and talking about Um, you know, if something were to happen to Daryl Williams, he did talk about Cody Ford being that guy that could slip over to right tackle. So that really hasn't been talked about since that interview. I think it's something to keep in mind when you talk about position flexibility um, and would the Bills feel more comfortable putting someone like Cody Ford at right tackle and then maybe, you know, John Feliciano or Ike Botker or whoever this entire competition works out coming in and playing the right guard position. And of course, that is me making an assumption that Cody Ford is winning the right guard job. A lot of offensive line (laughs) work to to look at, right? When you think of the depth, and of course, that doesn't even take into account Forrest Lamp, who has still been out with injury, and what Lamp can mean for the Bills if he can get healthy and compete at some time, or is this a guy that might be destined for injured reserve to start the season? which might help the Bills a little bit with the log jam that they have along their offensive line. Final guy I want to keep an eye on is Marquez Stevenson. Um, You know, we saw the fourth and 10 play, the 42-yard reception to him from Jake Fromm on Friday night. As we talk about this, right, a sixth-round pick, again, competing for a roster spot. We don't see him, you know, competing to be the starting kick returner or punt returner. I do believe that job is locked up for Isaiah McKenzie, but you talk about the injury to Isaiah Hodgins. Are the Bills potentially going to keep seven wide receivers? You can absolutely make the case for the number of four wide receiver sets that they go with, that having seven wide receivers on the roster as opposed to six is something that they could certainly do. So I want to see a little bit more from Stevenson. Um, He was playing late in the game last week. You know, will he get some time a little bit earlier? You know, will he get some run? knowing that the Bills will be resting most of their starters. I'm imagining Cole Beasley will not play. Stephon Diggs we know will not be playing. Like who else will not be in the lineup on Saturday? Stevenson should get some extended run, and let's see what he can do. And and I said that was the last thing to talk about, but of course you always keep an eye on the quarterback position. Right, a revenge game for Mitchell Trubisky. He will be getting the start against his former team, the Chicago Bears. 
Let's certainly see what he can do. And uh, and I was encouraged by the play of Jake Fromm and Davis Webb last week. Well, let's see what these guys can do against the Bears when it comes to the game on Saturday. Definitely showed some flashes. I, like many, am an advocate that the Bills should only keep two quarterbacks on the 53-man roster and then have Fromm or Webb on the practice squad. But if these guys continue to play well, it might force the Bills' hand that they have to keep one of them on the 53-man squad because they would be danger of getting picked up by another team. So listen, I know we've gone through a lot of updates in a quick period of time. We will have great updates for you after the game on Saturday. So much coverage um, coming to you from buffalorumblings.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, not just where you get your podcast, but also at youtube.com backslash Buffalo Rumblings. We've got you covered there. Looking forward to the Bills taking on the Chicago Bears 1 p.m. kickoff Saturday. Let's see what the Bills can do. Let's get a look at some of these young, fresh faces. And like I said before, I am certainly intrigued by a, a number of guys that will be on the field, most notably along the defensive and offensive line. But make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino to let me know what you're keeping an eye on because I always love to engage with you guys and to get your thoughts. So let me get out of here for now. I appreciate you always tuning in. And as always, go Bills.